Yo, 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 Simple Truth Pod fam, what is going on? Welcome to episode number nine of the Simple Truth Podcast. I can't believe that we only have two more epis left. What? I'm not crying, you're crying. Let me get a tissue then. Oh, but nevertheless, you know, season two is going to be different, man. Like, it's just going to sound different. It's going to hit different. So be on the lookout for that in 2021. But let's 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 focus on this week. You know, don't want to jump too far ahead. This week, I have one of my old buddies, Lucas, on to talk about the importance of mental health and mental toughness. You know, as we continue to navigate life over the backdrop of this pandemic, and as the holidays quickly approach, mental health is something that I know many people are struggling with or supporting others who deal with mental health illnesses. Now, what kind of podcast host would I be if I did not give you all some resources regarding mental health? What the heck? I can't just be sitting up here chit-chatting about mental health and being like, good luck, guys. Find your own resources. In the description below, I've added some helpful resources for getting mental health support, as well as just interesting articles that I found surrounding mental health. Feel free to utilize those. It's not an exhaustive list by no means, but maybe a starting point. Enough from me. I'm going to let Lucas introduce himself. Uh, hey, hey, everyone. My name is Lucas. Um, you know, I typically live in San Francisco. Uh, now that you know we're going through the apocalypse and, and <laughs> everything that's going on, uh, I, I'm just, you know, hiding in the mountains, uh, but, you know, excited to get back to San Francisco as soon as this is all over. Uh, I'm an investor. Uh, I typically invest in early stage startups. Um, I also work in management consulting full time. Um, and uh, that's roughly it. Uh, you know, you, you can find me on Twitter uh, 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 at lucasbanyo.lucasbanyocv. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, as usual, you all know what to do. It'll all be in the description below, as well as some of the great tactical advice Lucas gives us. So let's get into it. Mental health in general, you know, in some circles can be very taboo. In others, it's become this buzzword, right? Like mental health, mental wellness, etc. Can Can you describe, Lucas, for us how mental health was addressed in your own upbringing? Yeah. Um, so my mom is a therapist. Uh, well, not anymore, but she's been a therapist for most of her career. Mm-hmm. Um, and growing up, uh, I don't think that we ever addressed things in the thing in the terms of mental health. Mm-hmm. I actually have no memory um, of speaking of things in terms of mental health with her or with anybody in my family. Um, but. I think that the importance of, you know, openness about issues uh, mm-hmm. and vulnerability um, in the context of, you know, emotional health uh, and mental health um, has, you know, looking back in hindsight, has always been a very key piece um, mm-hmm. of my relationship with her um, and the way that we have always approached things. Um, so... I think, you know, even when I look at myself today, I think that that is still a very big piece of who I am. Um, And and I definitely think that it traces back um, to the way that we approached, uh, you know, like issues um, in in our own emotional uh, situations um, as as individuals in in our family. Although mental health per se wasn't necessarily used, it doesn't mean that mental health principles and emotional health wasn't 
something that was important. So I think that's so cool that that you mentioned that, you know, the fact that your mom did create a space for vulnerability and openness. That's literally the start of being able to talk about deeper rooted issues or how you're feeling on a day to day. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, you know, my entire life, I've always really enjoyed like, you know, going deep into things with friends uh, mm-hmm. and exposing myself and hearing, you know, what's going on in, in, in the lives of people that I care about. And I, I remember being like that um, ever since I was, you know, even younger than 10 years old. Um, it, it's always been there. Uh, and this is not to say that, you know, I didn't experience difficult times. And this is not to say that it's always been easy for me to put out everything that I that is going through in, in my own mind. But right. um, I definitely think it traces back uh, to, the, to the way that, that you know, I, I was taught on how to approach things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that this a little bit, just even now of how you feel like that was something that was underlying and how you utilize that to approach various events in your yeah. life. Do you feel like there was a moment or event that occurred where you're like, oh my goodness, I have to take mental health more seriously than I had been in the past? Or just like a moment where you're like, oh my goodness, so aware of mental health as something real in your life, someone else's life? Yeah, um, you know, I think that growing up, I, I up until college, I never really had, you know, like a, a big breakdown or something that, that made me think about mental health as a topic until I was about 21, 22. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, like it was always people have good times, good days, bad days, good phases, bad phases. Um, and I always, you know, I, I that's the level of depth in which I saw things uh, up until, um, you know, I remember it was summer after sophomore year. Um, and that's when I, I went through a very difficult breakup uh, mm-hmm. with this girl that, you know, I did it for about six years um, when I've had uh, that I met, you know, when I still lived in Brazil uh, before I moved to the United States. Um, and that that was a very difficult time. Uh, and I think what I, as I was going through that period, what I was interested in was in, in I realized that I needed something more um to get out of that time rather than you know like rather than just time which is what everybody mm-hmm. tells you right like you know okay just give it time things will get better which is generally good advice but it, it's it's good but not you know um all-encompassing right yeah yeah exactly. um, and, and i i realized at that point that i wanted more tools i wanted strategies and tactics uh to get better um and i feel like that was the moment in which i started to realize that you know like this is not just me, like everybody goes through those very dark periods um, and they're probably general tactics and they're general things that everybody can do um, to help them uh, get better, to help them, uh, you know, toughen up or, you know, like just um, manage the situation better uh, from a mental health standpoint. Um, And I feel like that was the first period in the months uh, that ensued after that, that I actually started thinking about mental health as a topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's so interesting that you bring up the breakup part because I think a lot of times in society, there's this persona of males, right? You're supposed to be tough. You don't feel anything or, you know, emotional yeah. emotions where, what, who cares? Like, get over it. Yeah, and I do think you bring up a good point, and this is actually something that I <laughs> we don't talk a, a lot about as much in society, but 
I do think that the idea of masculinity that is taught to boys ever since they're kids um, is very toxic. And I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing this in terms of toxic masculinity in the way that it's generally used. That though mm-hmm. there was room, there was a lot of room to criticize that as well. Oh yeah, um, well, that's a whole nother story. That's a whole that's a whole nother topic. But I'm more so speaking of like how the way that we teach uh, little boys, you know, like you know, you know, this conception of how to be a man and how you've got to be tough and you can't show emotions and all these things. Um, and I generally think that this is all very bad advice and this is all um, very ill-intended um, and it just leads to, to very poor consequences later in life. Um, mm-hmm. And it goes back, I actually think that ever since I was a kid, um, you know, I, I, I never felt the pressure um, to really um, fall into those standards. Um, and, and, I, and like I said, I do attribute that, you know, to the way that I was actually encouraged ever since Great. I was young uh, to open up uh, and to look for that in others. Mm. That's so important. And to all the guys out there that listen to this podcast, I mean, we're not saying that you have to spill out your emotional guts to everyone, but it is important whether you decide to talk to someone, seek, um, you know, actual therapy with a therapist in a formal sense or whatever you do, it's doing something, not just bottling it up or pretending that it doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. One thing that we both talk about all the time in past conversations is this idea of of mental toughness. And for those who aren't, you know, familiar, again, resources are going to be linked in the description. But mental toughness is really the ability to resist and manage and even overcome, you know, doubts, worries, concerns, circumstances that prevent you from succeeding um, or moving forward. How do you feel like, you know, in the midst of these unprecedented times that we're living through that you're applying mental toughness? Yeah, I think when I when I think when I think about mental toughness or when I hear the the expression, the the, the first word that comes to mind to me is really resilience. Um, and you know, this is when we when you have conversation with your parents or your grandparents uh, about a difficult situation, and you know, they, they they'll say something along the lines of like, "I've been through this before," or whatever, or "Experience makes it tough," or whatever it is. But um, I do think that you know. I think especially in the situation that we're in today, none of us have experienced a global pandemic in the mm-hmm. last 100 years. But, you know, I, I do think that there's a lot of specific situations which we have either seen or we have known others who have, who have gone through, be it, you know, losing a job or having a family member who is uh, sick or things right. like that. Thinking in terms of resilience and thinking in terms of what has your past experience taught you or put you through um, that can make you stronger as a person. You know, mm-hmm. what What have you learned from the experiences you've been through uh, mm-hmm. or the things you listen or the books you've read or, or, or whatever, but, right? Like what has life taught you up until now that can be used as tools in this, you know, new problem that we're all going through. A hundred percent. And I love that. I personally feel like I also trying like living in all of this, putting things into context is so important and reminding myself every day that, hey, today's a new day. It's a new opportunity to try something new. I might fail. I might be awesome at it. But I've lived through everything that's come my way thus far. Like that's that's enough to keep to keep me going, at least to remember that, hey, if I'm still alive, I still have stuff that I can be doing and can be looking forward to. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that, there, you know, in this exercise of, you know, learning from your past experiences and putting things into context, 
another piece of it that is, I think is really important is, is an aspect of gratefulness as well, right? Like mm. maybe I've had a bad day or whatever at work, but I, I think that in the situation that we're all in, there's so many things in my, in my own life and, I, you know, I do, hopefully in, in everyone's lives that they can feel grateful for. Um, and that, mm. that ex- exercise of expressing gratefulness for the situation that you're in uh, or for the good, the good aspects of, of the situation that, are, that you're in, even though it may not be the best overall, mm-hmm. um, I think it's really helpful as well. I mean, and I, like th- this, this is not like rocket science. Like this is, this is pretty common practice in all types of meditation, um, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, again, so true because I think that is linked to positivity too, that a lot of times people might think that positivity is just focusing on the great things, but it's also, you know, taking the time to realize that, hey, there are things that aren't so great. There are things that are unfavorable situations or systemic issues or whatever it might be, but it's taking the moment to also think that, hey, I'm going to focus on the things that are going great, the things that I am privileged to be able to be a part of or are going great in my life. And I think all of us can think of at least, you know, five things that you're, you can be grateful for. If you're listening to this, you'd be grateful that you're even listening or have the ability to get on a phone or some kind of device or whatever um, and access to this. When we think about tactical advice that you'd give to a person who has, you know, a hard time empathizing with others who struggle with mental health, wh- what would you give them? Because I think a lot of times, you know, we're, we think of like advice that we'd give to someone who is struggling with mental health, but there are other people out there that are like, I don't know how to approach or what advice I can glean from, you know, supporting someone who is struggling with mental health or is I'm having a hard time empathizing with that person. What, what would you have to say to that, to that type of person? Well, look, uh, I think the, the first thing is, is to show interest, right? Like is, is to approach things with questions is to, you know, um, take the time to actually um, be interested in someone else's life and, and what they're going through, right? Like, mm. I can think of a lot of situations where I was chatting with friends and, and the reality is I spent hours with, with them on the phone and, and I would tell them, you know, the reality is like, I've never gone through something like this at all. And, and like, it's hard for me to think about uh, and empathize deeply uh, with what you're going through. But but the, the act of taking the time and the act of, you know, being there for someone, uh, is actually really helpful. Uh, as mm. a matter of fact, um, I think it's oftentimes even more helpful than, you know, try to give someone, someone answers. Uh, that's actually like, I, I personally, I, I never like to do. Um, I don't often love when people do that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it, you don't, when you talk to someone that is going through something, like you don't have the obligation and more often than not, like you don't even have the right context to be yeah. able to give them advice. Uh, so quite frankly, the, the, the act of, of just showing that you want to be there um, is probably the, the best thing that you can do. Exactly, exactly. So listen, it's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> but last but not least, you know, thank you, Lucas, so much for just coming on, dropping your gems of wisdom as it relates to mental health, as, as well as your own experience and mental toughness. You know, it is the Simple Truth Podcast, so you all know how we have to go out. We have to hear Lucas's simple truth. So, Lucas, can you finish this sentence? My simple truth today is... Love love yourself first. Um, I would say that loving yourself first is probably probably one of the most 
uh, important things that you can do for others. Uh, the reality is, and this is totally underscored today, I think, as a society, but we, we keep seeing, talking about the importance of you know loving others, and that's very important. I, I fully believe, and that's that's my simple truth, that if you don't love yourself first, you, you simply won't have enough love to give to others. Um, you won't have the time, you won't, you won't have the bandwidth, you won't have the mental health, uh, and, and everything else that, that's needed to actually be able to support others. Boy, oh boy, is Lucas right. It all starts with you. Whether that's you taking a first step and starting that nonprofit organization, or finding your authentic voice, or even if you're in the middle of just your creative process, it seems like you have been a common denominator in your life and season one. What? I hope this episode reminds you of the importance of mental health and checking up and listening to others, but most importantly, checking up and listening to yourself first. Big peace, mad love, and keep it simple, fam.